Quick trigger warning, you guys. We talk about restricting calories throughout this episode, but mainly throughout minutes seven and 10. So I would skip that section if you're sensitive to that topic. And I also wanna make a note that I do not recommend restricting calories. This is just something that I found myself dealing with lately. So please keep that in mind. Everybody should be healthy, do what's healthy for you. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Crazy girl. What's up, drama fam? Welcome back to the Drama Pod. My name is Rachel. And this is Anna. And we are back with our monthly episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cadence right now. <laughs> Feels good to be back in the studio. I mean, yeah, well, we say that every time. Yeah. You had to have external motivation to get here, though. So, did, did you see really? that I paid you 50 bucks this morning? <laughs> no, did you really? I zel- Wait, I hope I zelled the right person. Yeah, I did not. And I get text- Check your zell. Check it right now. I don't, I don't know if I, I sent you 50 bucks. I don't think you did. I did. Why did you send me $50? Your share of the podcast earnings. <laughs> I thought we were doing them after we broke even. Well, I wanted to keep you motivated. I'm the one motivated. You're the one who's always doing stuff. It's, Talking about being busy all the time. <laughs> no, seriously. Let me I'm know. I'm trying. You got right it. Now. I need to call the FBI. Ah, uh, wait. Pending. There it is. Pending. Okay, good. Sorry. I got worried there. (laughs) It's weird, though. I didn't get a text or anything about it. Yeah, that is weird. I was was expecting a text immediately. Like, I would have, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's odd. I'll have to look into that. But yeah. So you're welcome. Your first paycheck <laughs> after from the one podcast. year of employment. <laughs> that are well, we made it a year according to Anchor. Anchor. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we got like a one happy one year email from Anchor, yeah. our one and only sponsor. We're gonna make it there. Yeah. I mean, we should already be sponsored by other people if you ask me. Yeah. Like Strava. <laughs> I get like five followers a week, I feel like at this point. I know, like all of you guys are following her on Strava. And she's like, follow me on YouTube. <laughs> I'm gonna get to 100K first on Strava. <laughs> I am like right there. I need to get 100K before the end of the year. Otherwise, I'm gonna be suicidal. Wait, so settle? Suicidal. Oh. Yeah. Oh, how many do you have? <laughs> like 96.3. Okay, let me get. 3,000.7 of my friends It's going to have to be a miracle. It's going to have to be a miracle. So guys, pray for me. Um, okay. So how are we feeling about the time change? I'm confused if it's... I read today that it may not be over. Like, I thought this was the last one. I... I thought that they canceled it. Me too. But apparently they didn't. Well, I thought they canceled it. And then I read that this was the last one of the year. And then it was starting like next year because it passed earlier this year. Oh, but, okay. Right? That's good. I like it because I don't get out of bed until it's light outside. I'm one with nature, basically. So, Mm -hmm. like, when the the sun is up, I am up. Like, I jolt out of bed. Have you ever seen Frozen? No, actually. It's a line from it. Okay. When it's dark at, like, 7.30 a.m., I have a hard time getting out of bed, even though I would like to be out of bed by 7. So, I actually enjoy it in the mornings so you prefer this time the darker i would rather it be light all the time until 8 p.m i would rather the sun rise at 7 a.m and set at 8 p.m okay but obviously that's not an option i'm rather indifferent toward the morning yeah because you wake up late like 8 30 yeah i guess that's probably it i don't wake up that late but yes it doesn't affect me either way except for like this weekend i woke up really early to run and i'll have to now wake up an hour earlier 
yeah. next weekend to do it. So that'll suck. But that doesn't happen super often. But I do not like the shorter evenings a lot. Yeah, I agree. That sucks. But it also doesn't suck because it's so hot here that the, it the sooner nicer. the yeah. sun sets, the sooner we can like walk outside without like dying. I agree. But then like the other... A couple weeks ago, I think it was like Sunday, I was driving home. Whenever I was driving home, it was like 7 o'clock at night. And I was like, man, the day's over. Because it was dark outside and it was only 7. I was like, in the summer, I'd have like two more hours of everyone being willing to do things. And yeah. then it's dark now and no one wants to do stuff. Which it's just like mentally, it's just like, oh, day's over. Yeah, now it's going to be like 5.30 p.m. Literally, the sun sets at 5.36. Oh, that sucks. I know. Good for the skin, bad for the body, the mind. <laughs> so <laughs> we haven't talked about your new apartment on here oh yeah because that was pretty recent and i got a new crib yep i like it a lot it's been great it's a little efficiency in I, like everyone someone... says that word i never knew about it i call it a mother-in-law suite but yeah that's basically what it is yeah it's attached to someone's house that you found on facebook yep how are you liking it i like it better than i think my old place so it's really really nice what it's just like it's so much smaller yeah but i didn't like use all the space like it's as big as i need it what do you like about it more I like that it's like in a neighborhood. I feel like it's a home versus like an apartment living kind of mm-hmm. thing. More walkable. Definitely more walkable. And, and it's like, it is really well located for my life. The other one was the same though, because it's was pretty much equal yeah. to where it is. But this is even closer. Like I can walk to Target or like Walgreens to grab something pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like during work. I think it's just mainly the both well, The air conditioning works really well so that's nice like it's like my landlord it's does no not longer care if it's cold in there humid exactly so it's like just very i don't know i like it a lot that's good i'm happy so, for you so well. it's month to month right yes yeah it's very expensive right now in my life because i'm doing that and the storage unit so i'm like anxious for one to go away but it's okay that is the uh <laughs> life i'm in right now so what's so. the plan like how many months do you think you'll be in there that is a good question and is kind of out of my control. So we'll, we'll find out. I have to do more discussing with other people. That's nice. I think this is the first podcast ever since I started my fitness grind. So yeah, right. here we are. Yeah. Week two. Yeah. Feels like it's been a year. <laughs> I think I remember last Sunday you told me it was week two. So it's interesting how that math works. But I honestly don't. I'm not really good at keeping track of time. <laughs> So it could be week three. Is it week three? I think it's, it's week, week three. Two. I remember on Sunday last week, I was like, didn't you tell me on Tuesday? And you're like, yeah, but I started Monday. Okay, and whatever, Sunday. whatever. <laughs> week two or three, who cares? It doesn't make a difference. I'm 50 weeks out from my competition. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, How are you um, feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah? Yeah. What is something that you can tell has, you notice has changed in the last 14 days? Physically, I guess you could say, or mentally. And what is one thing you enjoy and one thing you hate? All three things. Okay. Well, the reason I am now on my fitness grind is because I found out I wasn't pregnant on month six or whatever, and I was completely devastated, like more devastated than I ever have been before. And I think it's because there was like this few days in time where I thought I could be because like my period wasn't coming or whatever. And then I wasn't. So that like really messed with me. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done putting so much of my hope and like energy into this thing that I can't control, let me put that into something that I can control. So I was like, if I can't get pregnant, I'm gonna get shredded. (laughs) So that was my original motivation. motivation. Okay. They start working out and I'm like, you know what? To get shredded, I have to like lose five pounds and like replace that with muscle body recomp. Everybody knows. I did listen to that podcast. It was great. Yeah. He answered 
he asked all the questions right. I that I wanted really to good. ask. I knew you would like yeah. it. What's, for the people listening, what uh, was it? Peter Atia is the name of his, it's his like October 20th one. He's whenever you want to think a girl named Anna, you can link it, I guess. Uh, yeah. In the show notes. Yeah. If I remember. It's called The Drive. The name of the podcast is The Drive. Yeah. It was really good. It was all about like protein and all that stuff. So I started eating 1500 calories naturally. Wait, wait what was your, what did I have So no I was like, okay, I'm going to get shredded. What's a baseline though, I guess? Uh, I don't know. I don't really track maybe 2000, okay. 1800. I don't know. So I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to freaking starve myself for a week. And get shredded, because that's, like, the one thing I can control in my life. So that obviously fails miserably. (laughs) Starving is not a uh, sustainable Um, And also, I realized, well, actually, I actually don't really want to get shredded. I would rather just, like, be very strong and, like, a gym girly. Yeah. So that was week one. We're on now week three, so I am, you know eating the correct amount of calories, which I would assume is somewhere between somewhere around 18, 1700, 1800 calories and high protein. So I'm just making a conscious effort to include more protein via protein shake, whatever. Instead of excluding, or would you say you're saying same input of calories, but more percentage is protein? Correct. That. Okay. Yes. So for example, instead of having a piece of toast or a a bagel for breakfast, I'll (laughs) have... I'll have a cottage cheese. Okay. So one day I had cottage cheese, two eggs, and a protein shake. That was a 50 gram protein breakfast and like Dang. zero carb. Dang. So I did that for a few days. I, I started feeling great. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was heavily addicted to carbs, I realized. And so having like high fat, high protein breakfast has helped me so much. Clears the mind. Feel good until like 2 p.m., which would never, like I could Mm -hmm. go longer, you know? So what I've been trying to do is, I don't even know if I'm answering your question, but I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah. I'm trying to have my lunch be my biggest meal of the day because I'm so hungry. Why are you shaking your head? Because this is exactly what I've been saying, and you just... <laughs> just I have going. to live it myself. I, know, I have to I know. reach these conclusions on my I, own. I know. I've, I've realized this in the same way where you're like, I'm going to starve myself. And you told me that. I was like, yeah, right. We'll see what happens. I'll <laughs> give her like one week. And if she hasn't come to a different choice, then I'll prompt it. Um, and just to be clear, disclaimer, I wasn't trying to starve myself because I think I'm fat or because I, you know, I just wanted to like... A good motivation was, behind the starvation. Uh, yeah. A p- 100% pure motivation okay i wanted to get shredded okay there's nothing wrong with that (laughs) canceled so fast (laughs) guys it is what it is i would never say it's on youtube but you guys are listening you guys are my my uh my real friends all five of you (laughs) (laughs) they're all my friends (laughs) it's literally just anna's friends watching this what was i saying okay so lunch to be my biggest meal of the day I would have carbs at lunch, like salmon and rice, or like still keeping it very healthy, like a black bean burger or like something like that. And then dinner, I would have like steak and potato. I'm sorry, steak and veggies or, you know, lighter on the carbs. This is the old way or the new way? The new way. So like low carb, but I'm not going to say no carb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Carbs. Rice. If I want to have rice with dinner, I will. If I don't feel like it, I won't. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, listen to your body. Hashtag. That's what I've been doing. Hitting the gym hard seven days a week. No rest days. Careful about that. Well, some of those days, like I didn't work out yesterday, but for the first two weeks I did seven days. Um, just cause I was really excited. I really wanted to. And I know the rest days become really hard to do when you're into it. Right. And then like one of the days was just like 30 minute walk on the treadmill. So technically a rest day. Um, look at that. I know, I just right? said, I, man, okay. <laughs> like listening back 
to my like first ever YouTube videos of like, oh, I can't even go on a walk today. I'm so tired. Like after work, that's crazy. I know. Growth. Yesterday we were coming home from church because it was Saturday night church. <laughs> uh, we went to this diner for, for lunch, for dinner. <laughs> For dinner, I was coming home. It was like 9 p.m. I was telling Asia, I was like, "Damn, I really want to hit some legs right now, but I can't because we're going tomorrow." Mm-hmm. So right? Right? it's addicting. It's itchy. I know. It's like yeah. Oh, speaking of this, I promise I'm almost done. I just got my order from Alphalete. I don't know if you've heard of Alphalete. Is it's, this the thing you just posted yesterday? Yeah. So it's this guy. I think his name is uh, Christian Guzman. He's a fitness mega influencer a fitness guy um he owns his own gym now and everything he started this brand alphaly and i'd bought two biker shorts from there and they're so good so good i'll let you touch them (laughs) they feel (laughs) like butter and i'm just so excited to go to the gym after this and do legs well i also did a thing but it's not what biker shorts because I, I haven't bought into the biker shorts trend for me personally. I think other people can pull them off. I don't think I can pull them I off. I think you definitely could. That is fine. It's a mental thing. Yeah. But I don't, here's the key with biker shorts. You have to go oversized tee. You can't do, unless you're like super confident, you can't do like biker shorts and a tank top. Like you have to do something tight with something loose. So the loose is the shirt. The tight is the shorts. And you can cover your butt with the shorts until you get the maximum glute, glute pump. <laughs> You get the glute pump in the gym. Uh Then you can do a little half tuck. Tuck the shirt into the biker shorts. Now that you're more confident, glutes are pumped. You get me? Or not. Keep it down the whole time. Well, I just want to wear like shorts and t-shirts that I don't have to worry about any of it ever. That's fine. But they look comfortable. So I'm like, I'm very torn on this. I like them on leg day because I feel like I have more range of motion yeah I can and i that. can like do weird positions and like fully do abs Don't as well you're like, like short, yeah. yeah maybe after i touch these <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you try them on wait, wait, actually wait, can i say what i did yeah go uh, on a splurge some would say a shopping spree some might say that uh-oh with running apparel at a very bougie bougie she does this bougie? about once every two years exactly but the problem is they're like only located in Boston, so I can't go try it on. So I had to like buy a ton so that I could try it on. So I'm not keeping all of it. But what I'll is it? Show shoes? You my haul. No clothes. I buy shoes. I buy shoes all the time. <laughs> running shoes all the time. Like super nice running apparel. So stay tuned for that. I'll, I'll show like you. I'll do shirts a- and shorts. Mm-hmm. Nice. So. I remember like two years ago, Anna tells me she's like, I just spent. $1,000 at Lululemon and she bought like eight pairs of shorts I was and I was investing like, in my work from home lifestyle <laughs> at the time in the middle I, of COVID. at the time I wasn't as free spirited as I am now with money so I was like crapping on you I was like why did you spend it wasn't $1,000 for one thing and then secondarily it would be like me investing in what I wear all the time because it is what I wear all the time I, now and, I see it and I now, never do it now I'm like I'm gonna buy 10 pairs of these biker shorts because I feel so good in them and I want to wear nothing else. That's that's what I'm hoping to find in this haul. So we'll find out. You should do a, a Instagram haul. Oh, I'm like barely on Instagram now. I wanted to cut down my screen time. So it's kind of got the act. To five minutes a day. Yeah. Did I tell you that? No. I didn't tell you the five minute because it's five minutes. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I was confused. Are you serious? It's been like two weeks now. No way. So I'm barely on How are on you there. doing that? That's a freaking lie. How are you freaking doing be real, texting people, checking emails what do you mean what is the question oh, are you saying you're gonna go on your laptop no i'm just telling you i'm cutting down instagram oh sorry <laughs> like i'm like attacking oh, you no, right t- now 
to reduce my screen time on Instagram. Well, overall, well, the phone takes into account all things. Let's back up. Let's back up. You're going to be really interested in this one. Your total screen time, including all apps. Yes. I wanted to reduce that to five minutes a day. No, no, no. Okay. I wanted to reduce that in one of the larger ones. Be freaking real. Breathe freaking for real, girl. Okay. Um, no, I love be real. I can't go off be real. You know my be reals. They're great. <laughs> so, no, but Instagram was a large social media that was taking up my time. I think my number one actually on my phone is like messages, which I don't care. Messages can take up a million hours. That's what a phone's for. And I'm fine to be texting or calling people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it's like Spotify, email. And I think that's so it. So what is your total screen time? Well, yesterday, this is like three hours and I wanted to be under three hours. It's still pretty high, man. I know. Well, yesterday I spent, according to my phone, four hours watching ESPN because I was streaming the game instead of watching oh, it on TV. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. kind of ruin this You gotta weeks. make an algorithm where it, it I can, mean, I like, could just add up what the things are that I care about versus, like, anomalies no, like No, automate that. it. Automate it. Okay. Sure. Well, I, oh, so Instagram. You were telling me to look at something, but I don't think I looked at it. Oh, posting on my haul. Yeah, maybe I'll <laughs> post on my We are going way <laughs> off track here. My point is, if I'm not, I'm, I'm on it. Like five minutes is perfect for enough. I go through, I can see I people's stories during the day. I noticed that you weren't on it because you, you don't really know what's going on anymore. That's not new, but <laughs> with what? What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like normally I get reactions from you, like when I post stuff and then I'm like, oh, she's, she's able. Well, now I just check it less because I'm like, I got the five minutes. When can I, when's the most optimal time to use it? That's good. I applaud you for that. So we'll keep us posted on that journey. Yeah. yeah i will speaking of journeys anna is making a long journey over to her marathon a half marathon yes Mm -hmm. what do you want me to pivot to this yes (laughs) how many miles did you run yesterday 12 12. and a freaking nine minute pace are you insane do you know what i did the half pace at seven (laughs) okay really not seven flat but 750 i think so eight Okay, sure. <laughs> just, my goal was to be under even a mile, but yeah, yeah, we'll just say eight. So how was it? Is it getting very difficult to, to do this stuff? So, you know, I was telling you last week about like the training cycles and like you're peaking as in like, this is the yeah. hardest. This is definitely the hardest. So like last, I'll say from when we worked out last Saturday to, to yesterday was like a hell week of, because for one thing, we killed, you killed me at the gym last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, because I'm in my fitness and grind. Exactly. And I died Saturday, hoping I would catch a rest day at the gym on Sunday. And then we died Sunday. A and then rest I, day at the gym. Uh, you guys see how she <laughs> views the gym? Not a rest day. I just didn't want to get wrecked. And then you wrecked me. And then I decided to do two workouts for running this week. So I did this track workout, which was like insane on Thursday. So my quads were already sore going into the run on Saturday. But I kind of knew it. I was like, got to kill myself. Got to kill myself. So today I feel like death. So if we go at the gym very hard, I will also die. But that's okay because well, it's supposed to be. Get ready to get wrecked again because... I'm like scared because like I could barely get out of bed this morning. So <laughs> it's like, this is going to be very interesting working so, out. how many weeks out are you from your A half? month. So I'll have like one more hard week this week into like a final, not final, but like a double digit run on Saturday next week. And then it should be like losing like the mileage is peaking right now and then it'll be less and less and less until the actual day of the half the it's in orlando right yes anybody else want to go to orlando watch anna i got people coming everybody let's make a section mm-hmm. okay i would small drama I would section so much that would be actually cool i know once we have enough listeners we'll <laughs> arrange something like that but until then even you won't go <laughs> 
No, it'll be a fun weekend. I'm gonna like go to Lakeland and hang out for a couple days. And by that I mean Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but nice, nice, nice. So So we're both some would say on our fitness grind. Oh yeah, because this is like I haven't taken this one as seriously, but it's made me very excited for like the what's next kind of, I don't know. This morning was the New York City Marathon too, so it always hypes me up and I was like feeling really good because I like I ran yesterday. I woke up early to run yesterday. Nice. Another thing that's happened since we last spoke publicly on this platform (laughs) is AJ got a job and I am a stay-at-home wife. Yeah. So. Well, you still work, so does that count? No. Ah. So (laughs) I just finished making his second round of egg salad. Yeah, there's like, the there's literally like 30 eggshells in their garbage Sharon right now. Like I opened up the thing and I was like, what did it, uh, did a, a slaughter just occurred? I'm confused. Yeah. So last, let's back up a little bit. Last week <laughs> I made him meatball subs. Okay. Okay. That was a fail. Okay. The first day I made it, it was great, but he said it was soggy. So I was like, okay. Yeah. You got to practice the so I was package like, ones. Do I, do you still want me to make it? Or like, what should we do? He was like, just give me the meatballs in a container with sauce and cheese. And like, I'll just not have the bread. I'll just eat the meatballs. I was like, okay. Low carb. Yeah. We're all on the same grind right now. So I do that. And then I come, he comes home. I'm like, Hey, like, did you eat your meatballs? He's like, no. I'm like, why not? He's like, oh, I just like wasn't hungry. And I'm like, okay. So then the next day I'm like, hey, do you like, do you want the meatballs or not? Like, what do I do? Like, I don't want to waste it. You know, I don't want to like give you the meatballs and cook them because I have to cook them like in the microwave. And then, you know, (laughs) I have to cook them like in the microwave. (laughs) So then he doesn't eat them again, doesn't eat them again. I'm like, dude, what's going on? Like, I don't know what to do anymore. So then he's like, just make me egg salad again. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'll make the egg salad. Did he not want the meatballs? I don't know. You never asked. I I never get a straight answer. It's always like, oh, I just like had some almonds for lunch. Like it was fine. I'm like, dude, are you trying to get shredded like I was? Yeah, maybe you're subconsciously influencing him. And you don't know that. Maybe have you ever thought about that? Oh, no. No, no, no. Your self body shaming (laughs) is worrying about it. No, he just naturally can go long times without eating and then he'll eat like 3000 calories between the hours of 5 p.m and 1 a.m so i'm not worried for his <laughs> calorie count but yeah so, back so to it's the going salad. well except i don't know what to do next week do i make more egg salad well, or do i try something new i'm not gonna lie i feel like people normally get into a routine of maybe this is just me of like the same lunch like i don't think that's that weird to pack the same lunch every day to work yeah but is it healthy to be eating egg salad <laughs> every day i'm not gonna lie i don't really know what goes next (laughs) okay okay i'll tell you i'll tell you you. it's my best recipe 15 eggs for one for one for a whole week of egg salad which is like two sandwiches a day 15 eggs like three big spoons of mayo a squirt and a half of (laughs) it's a technical term (laughs) mustard and then about a large onion about Okay. Diced up to taste. If you like more, put more. Salt, pepper, and paprika. Okay. Mm, Did so you just recently get paprika then? I feel like it wasn't here when I was living here. I have always had paprika. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. there it is. I don't think there was. <laughs> that might be correct. I might have been out at the time. Okay. Were you missing it? I just, I, yeah. Like I went to go use it and it wasn't there. But oh, I didn't I'm sorry. Know. I just, there was like a base for me, but I didn't know if it was for you. So yeah, it is. I love paprika. You know what I didn't realize until recently, though? They're <laughs> smoked and non-smoked. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is. I usually go for the cheaper one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was at Trader Joe's. And PJs. I Thanks got the... This was like a while ago. Oh. I, 
<laughs> that makes it better. I got this, the paprika, and I come home, I cook with it, and I'm like, what is this weird taste? They're just so good at cooking. Now you can understand the differences. I know, the, the, subtle the differences. complex flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was smoked paprika. I was like, what the frick? They only smell, smell. They only sell smoked paprika at Trader Joe's. Because they're bougie there. No, oh gosh. So then now <laughs> I have two types of paprika in my cabinet. So now I have too much paprika. But one of them's not good. You can have it if you want. If you, you know, ironically enough, I have two things of paprika in my wow. place Wow. Because we did like a Walmart pickup order and I'm pretty sure they just like confused because I'm pretty sure I didn't have cayenne pepper and I think they just got two paprikas instead because they're different brands. This is riveting content right here. <laughs> this is literally just us catching up. Uh, <laughs> this is what you asked for, people. Um, okay, another exciting thing that happened is that I am going to be an aunt or an aunt. Since the last time? Yeah. Wow, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to be an aunt. <laughs> really? No. No, that sounds sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, is there an announcement that I didn't know about? No. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, family. You mean like a, a god aunt? Yes. Although my cousin did just have a child last night. So it doesn't count. Like a Jason. It okay. doesn't count. Right. Forgive me. <laughs> so that's exciting. My yep. brother and his wife, Chelsea, are expecting. We'll see how the world changes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. The gender reveal is next week which is crazy. Time is flying. That may be postponed, but yes. Why? We have to discuss logistics next week after this. Okay. Which I didn't know you could find out the gender at 12 weeks. I thought it was like 20 weeks. Well, apparently this is from the source. So not me from Chelsea that like 20 weeks or whatever the later time is, is like, if you actually find out from the child, whatever, I don't know, but I guess you can what? look. What? <laughs> I mean the ultrasound? Yeah, I don't know what the later one is, but I know the earlier one is like you can do blood work and like discern from their DNA, I guess, what the yeah. gender is. So it's not like physically there, I, would, I guess. I want you to go into detail on the science behind it. I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it can be that hard because you just look at the... The, the chromosome. Exactly. Is it Y or is it X? Yeah, so, but I guess you have to wait for it to have its own blood to do that and then you can figure that out, That's which is probably crazy. what just crazy. Yeah, versus like, but you know what's weird? She told me like last week that the genitals were forming, so like... Know how you can't know after that. Well, I'm sure they're forming, but they're not big enough. Yeah, but I feel like to see on film. I don't know. I just know that the earlier one is blood work. Okay. Do you think it's a boy or girl? I heard it here first. I. I think girl. There, I said it. Why? Mostly because your brother thinks it's a guy so much. A guy. I like when it's (laughs) a boy. Sorry for like. There's a guy in there. In other news, I just chose, I'm just listing off updates. I just chose our new insurance plan Yeah. for AJ's new work, nice. which is super exciting. That and is, is exciting. the only reason that he is employed right now. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I was just telling Anna, because I was just doing it as she walked in. It's $83 a paycheck. Per bo- for both you guys? For both of us. Nice. Yeah. So Tell me about I it. I have to go for less than 40 150 well like just him would have been like 26 oh sweet because like they they cover less if you add people or whatever yeah yeah. so 86 dollars a paycheck if you do the math for the all the pay periods it comes out to like 161 a month or 181 oh for both paycheck of us. Yeah. Per month. okay yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. do the math so math's not my strong suit I'm really excited. It's a really good plan. $1,500 deductible, which is so low for me because we're coming from an $8,000 deductible. Actually, even worse, ever since AJ stopped working for my dad and got off Cobra, we had to go on the open market and find him a plan, right? Because you can't go uncovered. 
Well. God forbid. Well. So we found him up the cheapest plane you could find, 150 bucks a month. Did you feel really assured when you were doing that? Because I'm pretty sure you just, you do it just to feel better, right? So 150 bucks a month, $15,000 deductible. Okay. Crazy. That's good. That's bad. Do you know what a deductible I is? I do. <laughs> That's why, oh, you want it to be lower. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was thinking, I was thinking, sorry, I was thinking the inverse of it. So basically, if he gets into a car accident, yeah, yeah, I got it now. I'm, let me explain it for the viewers. All right, all right. He gets into a car accident, he needs to get his brain surgery. Mm. He needs to pay up to 15000 to to the hospital or whoever, and then the insurance will cover the rest if it's a qualifying event. <laughs> With the $1,500 deductible, Let's say I get pregnant and I have to give birth. I will have to pay, theoretically, if all goes according to the plan, $1,500, and then the plan pays the rest. Well, $1,500 plus X times however many months you've been playing insurance. Let's not forget about that part that most people do not want to think about when they think about this, but yes. Are you saying... I'm just saying that, that people, people like to love to look at this number and they forget about the whole thing they're paying the entire time. No, I, I'm not forgetting at all. I am not forgetting at all. Me? Never forget. The only reason I am such a proponent of health insurance is because if you do get into a catastrophic accident, you're going to go bankrupt unless you have insurance. Oh, I... If you have a baby who is in the NICU for three months, you're going to owe half a million dollars. So like, there's the bankruptcy knocking on your door. I don't disagree. You seem a little agitated about it. I'm agitated at the role of insurance in general. Oh, me too. And that they need to be removed. Trust me, girl. Me too. I can't, I have crazy thoughts, but I'm not going to go into them. So <laughs> stop there on that No, one. please. Let's dedicate an episode. An episode, yes, but not now. That's actually a great... We should do a deep dive on health insurance. Conspiracy... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, 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 that would be interesting. I have a lot of things. It's not necessarily conspiracy theories, though. It's just, this is how I think the world's broken that most people will never disagree with but I disagree with. <laughs> so. I'm here. I'm here to hear it. You hear them all die. <laughs> I actually don't. There's a lot of conspiracy theories that I know you're into now that we haven't discussed yet. Because I don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Am I right? You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. I want to read this email. Dear friend, I know that this mail will come to you as a surprise as we have never met before. But need not to worry as I am contacting you independently of my investigation and no one is informed of this communication. What is this? <laughs> I need your urgent assistance in transferring the sum of $11.3 million immediately to your private account. Mm, sent right now. The money has been in our bank lying dormant for years now without anybody coming for the claim of it. I want to release the money to you as a relative to our deceased customer who died along with his support. Next of kin on 16th October 2005. The banking laws here do not allow such money to stay more than 17 years because the money will be recalled to the bank treasury amount as unclaimed funds. By indicating your interest, I will send you the full details on how this will be executed. Please reply urgently and delete if you're not interested. Just return your social security number, your routing number, all banking information, <laughs> their address. Best regards, Ahmed Hassan. Wow, we should really respond to this. $11.3 million? But yeah. think about what we can do with that. All the podcast things we can do with there that. There was a documentary about this. I don't remember what it was called. I saw something recently. Maybe it was on Netflix about a documentary on people like trying to get back at these scammers. Get back at them? Yeah, like Ooh. shut them down. and like It was pretty good. 
If I think of the name, I'll let you know. But these people are actually successful. Oh, yeah. I mean, all it takes is one person and you, you just shotgun this approach, right? Like send it to a million mm-hmm. emails. You get a few back. I know somebody money. who had their identity stolen via a phone call, like who fell for the trap of yeah. like, oh, your social security number is being stolen. Tell me what it is right now so I can make sure it's not or like something like that. And they stole like $20,000 from them. You need to read this book. It's called The Ghost the ghost ghost wires i think kaliana actually told me about it it's pretty great and this guy's just like really good at social engineering pretty much but it's like in the 70s or 80s i think and it's so impressive how much he gets away with just by like mostly knowing a few things and then like talking and people just assume based off of like being confident and he can like get his way into a ton of situations like they trust him yeah the topic of today's podcast oh we're doing that (laughs) i'm kidding i'm very excited for this one is the compound effect not only the book title Mm -hmm. but also the theory (laughs) itself did you see how ridiculous your text looked after you sent it (laughs) i texted her i was like our next topic is the compound is the book the compound effect which is about the compound effect that was literally what she said (laughs) oh wait i didn't even see you had a vocab word Mm -hmm. what is it panergic yes how do you say it it's underneath there right i don't know how to read that you took away the headers now i can't find any of the podcasts quickly i tell anna to put notes and she puts a graph well we can How talk about to see the graph no, to remind myself to talk about it i think it's called uh panergic yeah panergic yeah no, panera bread it's a noun and it means a public speech or published text in praise of someone or something the context in which i heard it was like almost propaganda-esque about someone hmm. but it was pretty cool pretty interesting makes you think about the world a little bit this is one of my conspiracy so theories like a panergic article oh it's a noun so no but i think so it's like a piece of work i think literary work yeah but it doesn't have to be yeah like physical so it could just be like the movement you know like like i guess i was about to use it as an adjective though so there you go guys that's the word (laughs) p-a-n-e-g-y-r-i-c there's a lot of it going on right now in terms of campaigns so an election season did you vote no aj has off on election day though which is tuesday yeah you're gonna vote yeah i'm gonna vote so anyways the compound effect by darren hardy is a book it's a famous book it's all about how to make slight changes in your life that will either help you become a better person or a worse person in the long term i'll let you take it from here because you are the data expert tell us anna how does a one percent change make a difference over someone's lifetime well, well, you remember like learning about PERT in like high school, like yes. the formula? A equals P-E to the R-T. Yes. And I never really realized, I don't think any of us really did in high school because no one taught us about money is what I normally think about in this example, but how the power of the exponent, like it's one of the most powerful mathematical things ever. And humans are really bad at thinking about anything except for linear, right? Like we can't, we can understand like once we see the math, but we're really bad about actually like wrapping our mind around exponential growth. Can I interject here? Please do. A personal example is with YouTube. Like you can go from Network zero yeah. to a hundred subscribers in a year, but then from a hundred to a thousand is like a month and then, you know, so on and yeah. so forth. So that's like mini as an M-I-N-I, tiny, like, exponential growth, so I'd say. Which has to do with, like, network effect, and network effect isn't associated with exponential growth. Of like, one person knows, then it's exponentially mm-hmm. growing through connection, but I, I guess it's, like, stagnant in terms of, like, you could stop 
mm-hmm. which in theory, exponential growth does not stop. Or like half-life is the opposite of it, of like decaying, but at a half the rate. Well, just with ex- just like with exercise, you can have an exponential growth at the beginning because you're, you know, let's say you're, you're overweight, you're losing fat, you're gaining muscle. That can appear to be exponential growth, but then you will plateau. Well, but exponential growth is the opposite of that, though. It's like the slow changes at the beginning and then leads to long-term Oh, unless if you were doing it like, so I guess, yeah, if you're do if you're like trying to lose it, cause I guess in the negative, the inverse of that, you would like be losing a lot at the beginning because you have a lot to lose and then right. all of a sudden it plateaus. So yeah, like if you flipped it's it. It's the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the thought in terms of investing or like long-term, it's like doing a little now that'll have huge compounding effects down the road. Mm-hmm. Like basically investing a dollar a day in the year 2000. Uh-huh. It doesn't equal $365 times 20 years. It equals the exponential growth of interest over time. Yeah. So I think one of the, like, I wish what people would do, especially like right now, a big one is um, like student loans, how people don't want to pay it off because the interest, like, so interest is the compounding effect, right? Like that's the same idea in the equation. T, you know, the rate that mm-hmm. it's raised to the exponent, that's the interest. And so that's how it's being compounded. But like people want to not pay off their student loans until they absolutely have to versus if you reduce the number that's being, you know, raised to the power of, then it's like so much money you're saving. Mm-hmm. And like, I wish everyone could sit and look at a little graph of like, this is how effective it is. Like it just is going to long term, you can even go immediately to the end too, especially for like loans and say, this is literally how much money I will save if I put down a hundred dollars now versus So later. here's an example from the book. A penny that doubles in value every day for 31 days is worth more than $10 million in cash. Isn't that crazy? At 20 days, it is still worth $5. But at day 31, it's a whopping $10,700,000. That is pretty crazy. It is crazy. I was also telling AJ last night that the power of doubling... Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like think of a billionaire, right? Who has $1 billion. Mm-hmm. And then think of another billionaire who has $2 billion. The difference between one and 2 billion is insane. Uh, and the power of doubling is just raising into the second exponent, which is like compounding. Yeah. yeah. But when you look at like $5 versus $10 or even $50,000 versus $100,000, like that is still easier to wrap your head around than the 1 billion. Oh yeah. It's, well, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Small, smart choices plus consistency plus time equals radical difference. Choices, consistency, and time. I also heard this saying, not from this book, but it was like, do the expected and good thing longer than anyone else is willing to do it and you will be successful. For example, with YouTube, put out two videos every week that are high quality for longer than other people are willing to do it with no results. And then most likely you will be successful. Yeah. No, you think this is the opposite though of how we are raised, I would say, or maybe conditioned is a better word these days. Mm-hmm. of instant gratification and so basically there's five main sections here the first one and we're talking about the book the compound effect is about choices we're just going to go through really quickly like the main bullet points of the book so that you guys don't have to read it um <laughs> or you could i have not basically choices so if you take a hundred percent responsibility for everything that happens to you by completely owning all of your choices you will reclaim power over your life okay versus blaming it because then it's out of your control Mm -hmm. okay another formula here preparation plus attitude plus opportunity plus action equals luck equals luck 
Yeah. So the idea here is like, oh, some people are just lucky. Oh, I got it. But what he's saying is that luck is a combination of being prepared for when the luck does hit you, having a good attitude, opportunity, and action. So like, yeah, you can run into a CEO who could like help you change your life by hiring you and being your mentor. But why were you in that room in the but first why place? Were you How in did you that get room? there? Yeah. How were you dressed that day? How did you present yourself? Were you open to the opportunity of meeting people? What was your vibe? Like all of these things play into your oper- your your quote unquote luck, you know? Yeah. Another key sentence here, successful people are willing to do what unsuccessful people are not. I think there are extreme parallels to this in exercise and finance too. Yes. It's not flashy, but it's what's successful if you just do the small things every day. A quote from Aristotle, we are what we repeatedly do. This next section is on habits. I was going to ask how similar this book was to the Atomic Habits book. They all have similar goals in the sense of let's change our daily habits to become better people, but they have like slightly different methods of getting there. Okay. 95% of what we feel, think, and do is a result of learned habits. So a lot of the stuff we do is like almost involuntary. Mm-hmm. Reaching for our phone, reaching for that soda or whatever it is. Some strategies to eliminate bad habits. So this book isn't about habits like it is but it also isn't like it's just a section in the book habits is just one of those things that impacts that compound effect of your life over time just to hear the other things yeah i'll tell you i'm not gonna go into the whole detail of the habits section because it basically is like atomic habits that's like a whole different topic but basically your daily habits whether good or bad lead to either increased success or increased failure over time for example in the book he gave this really cool example of two men who are the same height same weight same basically same lifestyle one of them decides they're going to make a microscopic change one percent change to you know have a better life so steve and paul right steve says you know what i'm just gonna not drink a soda a day so he's having 100 calories less than paul every day for the next 20 years and in addition to that he's gonna go on a walk three times a week for 30 minutes so these are not like crazy lifestyle changes 100 calories a day less and three times a week going on a walk paul on the other hand is like screw that i'm not gonna do that he can either stay the same paul is not adding calories in the same way that steve is subtracting calories paul is staying the same but it would be even worse if he added them anyways the point is over the course of a year let's do the quick math here 100 calories times 365 days 36,500 calories over 20 years that's 730,000 calories less that steve is consuming than paul i'm not even gonna count the walks because that's even less you know you're burning more calories now imagine if paul takes it to the next level instead of not only not decreasing his calories he eats an ice cream cone every day after dinner. Yeah, the or spread a piece is even of chocolate. larger. Right, he's adding 100. So now the spread is 200 calories between the two guys. That's the compound effect, you guys. That's crazy. When I when I read that example, I was like, now I get it. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. 
And you know what it is? It's all these people too. And like everyone wants the, the output, right? So like say you're, you're training for a lifting thing or whatever. And all of a sudden everyone watches you do the day where you lift really heavy and like, I want to be like that. Or it's actually like the same thing when the Olympics come on. Everyone's like, I want to be like them, mm-hmm. but they just don't want to do the little efforts to get to that point. Cause no one wants to see the tiny things that go into it. Mm-hmm. Like just going on a walk less than hundred calories. So the way I'm applying this to my life when it comes to my fitness journey is I am going to show up every day, whether that's going on a 20 minute walk or spending an hour at the gym. Showing up is so important because it leads to consistency and momentum, which is the next section. Okay. Um, additionally, so number one, showing up every day, regardless of what mood I'm in or how good I would rate the exercise that I did. So it's not about quality every time. It's about being there. Some, sometimes it's about quantity. So also, um, trying to incorporate more protein via protein shake. So right now that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm not saying that'll be forever, but for now I'll make sure to have, you know, 25 grams more protein than I would have at my baseline a month ago. So with those two very small but achievable things, I can hopefully impact my success in the gym. Whatever your goals are, aesthetically, physically, mentally. How do you feel like quantify it so that we can get some feedback? Gains, baby. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering if you had like a, a, a thought on that for yourself. Not no, I I am trying not to make goals in the gym because I'll just become crazy about it. Yeah. So the next section is momentum. He called it big mo. And this is such an important thing and it's kind of obvious, right? So the more you have a role, the more you're on a roll, the more you're going and the more you're going, the more you're doing, the easier it is to keep doing it. Yeah. When we were in the routine of doing the podcast every week, it was like, we did it without thinking. Yeah. It just came naturally. Now it's like, oh frick, I forgot. Like we have to do a podcast. Like it's, it takes more effort because we lost the habit momentum. Same with the gym, same with eating healthy, same with everything. Keep the momentum going. Do everything you can not to kill your momentum. So what is that when people say, like, I feel like it's when dieting, when people are like, you don't want it to be a diet, you want it to be a lifestyle, right? Like the lifestyle Mm -hmm. is like the continuous momentum kind of thing. Yeah. And this can also apply to relationships. So if a husband misses a couple of weeks of momentum of being extra nice or extra courteous to his spouse, then that can lead to a very bad cycle of like tension in the household or, or whatnot. So momentum is not just with, you know, gym goals. It's with everything in life, even spiritual life. Momentum, reading your Bible every day, it's going to be easier to keep that going versus taking a month off. You're going to feel weird going back. Yep. Consistency. What's the ball emotions always emotion? Mm-hmm. I never took physics, but I know what that means. <laughs> you never... We've had a discussion yeah. before. <laughs> the next section is influences. Influencers? Sorry, what? Influences. <laughs> For your body to be at peak performance, you have to be vigilant about what you consume. This applies to food, but also with your eyes, with your ears, with your senses. Uh, do you feel particularly um, burdened by this one? Or like... Um... <laughs> Like responsible because like as an influencer, like you are delivering this to people. Yeah. Sometimes I do feel extra responsible, making sure I be a light and reflect God properly. It's a big burden. Yeah. Just wondering. (laughs) You can tell a lot about the quality of your health, wealth, and attitude by looking at the people around us. Ooh, interesting. We should deep dive. Moving on. (laughs) You get in life what you create. 
expectation drives the creative process. What is that theory? Like the expectation bias, whatever it's called. Like you, oh, yeah, yeah. you, you well, end up with what you expect to end up with. Expect a good life, you like will create. Prophecy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Create a positive environment to support your success by clearing out all the clutter. Some would say decluttering. Minimalistic lifestyle. Remember, in life, you get what you tolerate. But if you tolerate a lot of things and you have a lot of things in your life, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's what you get in your life if that's what you get. It's not saying it's a bad thing. No, but it just said to declutter. Yeah, I don't really... I I think this applies more to like... If I tolerate being in a bad unhealthy yeah. body, right? If I tolerate me eating Taco Bell three times a week, like that is what I get. Yeah. You know? And the last section is about acceleration. Man, we got a lot of physics. Momentum is literally a property in physics. Acceleration. Mm-hmm. We got exponential growth. Yep. Let's hear about acceleration. Go. Accelerate. When you've prepared practiced, studied, and consistently put in the required effort, sooner or later, you'll be presented with your own moment of truth. In that moment, you will define who you are and who you are becoming. I don't know how that relates to acceleration, but take it as you will. Sometimes, what if that's just like not true? Like, (laughs) you know, you prepare, you do all these things and you're just like incapable. Well, then we can have a whole podcast on failure and how failure is good growth. Yeah. You can fail at something and it'll help you realize maybe I should do this instead or pivot accordingly, you know? Yeah. To multiply your results, view yourself as the toughest competitor. Go above and beyond when you hit the wall. So stop comparing yourself to other people, you guys. Compare From the influencer. Compare yourself. <laughs> so I just have to point out the uh, elephant in the room for this one. <laughs> Compare yourself to yourself. Okay, Anna? Next time, I want you running 12 miles at an eight pace. Well, see, that's what I was going to highlight about running. This is a very self-oriented sport in terms of like, I love it whenever I do oh, a so race. Oh, so you're anti-community? No, it's the opposite. <laughs> but I, feel, I love it when I tell people I'm running a race and they're like, are you going to win? And I'm like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to win the race. And that's like not my goal either. My goal is to, you know, faster than I was or whatever it is kind of thing. But I love it when people are like, are you going to win? Like, if I win, <laughs> I need to go run professionally or something and get paid for this. Find the line of expectation and exceed it is basically acceleration. This is just, to always like advance. <laughs> this is basically saying like, go. We need to find out where rest is uh, applicable in all this. Like, when do we... That's anti-American. Exa- exactly. When, how, do I, how do we properly rest? That gives me anxiety. I see. <laughs> that, this is a product of... <laughs> I heard this TikTok. It was like laziness. You're still on that thing? Get off. <laughs> it was like, which I don't know if I agree with this. It was like laziness is a product of a puritanical negative word. I don't know what negative word they used. Puritanical noun from the originating from the sin of idleness. And, and, and the whole idea of the TikTok was like, it's okay to be lazy. So we can dissect that in our future episode. I, I think we don't have enough rest, yes, but it's right. There's I think a laziness, laziness is, a, is, a, is a pejorative word. So yeah, no, I agree. We'll, 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 we'll leave that for another day. Yeah, I thought you were going to say as the result of like socialism or Marxism or something, but you no. went in a different direction. So. Well, that's what I was irritated by the TikTok because it was saying like, 
don't worry if you're lazy because it's just coming from the Bible, which says that idleness is a sin. So it's okay to be lazy because we don't value the Bible. Basically, that's what it was saying. Oh, this is an anti-Bible. Correct. Person. I was like, Correct. I <laughs> okay. All right. We have an email to read. Hi, Rachel and Anna. I'm excited to hear about your episode. This. <laughs> you know what I keep doing and I hate about myself? It's like, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> it's the 10 out of 10 in the RIP for you. JS. <laughs> I just bring out new ones just for you. This past summer, I let this is the email going back. This past summer, I listened to the book Atomic Habits. Okay, thank you. Did you listen to our podcast on it? I can't. She's out of control today, guys. This is not my fault. I'm just saying. I'm out of the momentum of the podcast. I don't know how to act. I think they might appreciate it. We'll find out. It's going to be a hard one to edit. <laughs> I. This is your fault. I've said like three parts that you've taken out. That's it. Just highlighting the points Girl, that we talked about. I keep saying that now. You're going to end up saying it. BFFR. I don't. I still don't really get it be freaking for real yo like when people say some out of pocket stuff i'm like dude maybe that's when they're realist no <sighs> i need to take a deep breath be freaking for real <laughs> <laughs> okay would you pick that one up TikTok. <sighs> something that i've implemented into my routine is that as soon as my alarm goes off i simply turn it off and get out of bed i used to wake up and spend 15 to 30 minutes scrolling through all of my socials and checking emails i would find myself falling back asleep running behind on getting ready or just feeling anxious about the day this small habit has really helped me maintain a fairly consistent morning routine I'm currently a college student, so it's not always perfect. But each morning I wake up, turn my alarm off, get out of bed, go to the bathroom, wash my face, get dressed, take my dog for a walk, and go on, so on and so forth. I normally do not look at my phone until I'm an hour into my morning, unless I check the weather before I take out my dog. And it's helped me have a better mindset going into my day and gives me more time to get ready and accomplish the things I need to do before class. Would love to hear any morning routine habits you guys have. Love the drama pod, exclamation point. I would just like to say when I said, just simply do this thing, now she's implementing it. So we need to give her kudos for that because everyone was hating on me for saying, you should just be sponsored by Nike. Thing. You're right. So um, I'm impressed by this. Morning habits, I don't have very many, but I will say... What I've started doing is drinking a small glass of water first thing in the morning. Just gets the system going? Yeah, before my coffee. It's a really easy way to get a little bit more ounces in the, in during the day. Uh, similar to the phone, I would say when I wake up, I try to only check messages or phone calls until I'm starting work. And then I'll do Duolingo. And that's the first thing I do. And after oh, that's so free once, once you're on the clock is when you'll go on Instagram. Well, no, not Instagram as we've already discussed, but... It's after, it's like after I read my Bible, before I start work, there's like a 10 minute window, but that's after like 30 minutes after I've woken up kind of thing. Since I sleep in till 845, according to you every day. Mm -hmm. From the person who also starts work nine o'clock, by the way, guys, if she's working that day also. So (laughs) let's just make it abundantly clear. But I still have the discipline to get up at seven. But you go to bed at like nine. So like, it makes sense. That's fake news. That's true. You go to bed at 10. Yeah, that's true. You've been a little a little night owl. Mm-hmm. It's so impressive. You know what's cool? AJ and I are waking up roughly around the same time now. That is We've cool. We've never consistently gone to bed or woken up at the same time ever in our marriage. So does he go to bed earlier now? He or goes you? to bed later still. Okay. But you're just going to bed later and waking up earlier. We're waking up at, at the, same, the same, time. same time, but Got he it. goes to bed like three hours later than me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're doing good, someone would say. <laughs> 
That is pretty fun though, waking up at the same time. Yeah. I guess. It's <laughs> nice. It's like, oh hey. You know? <laughs> I don't have to be like super quiet yeah. in the morning. That's it for this month's episode. Um what do you think? Are you like super motivated now that you have a little bit of money what? on the podcast? Oh. <laughs> I'll send that back to you after this. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna lord it over me. I feel like, in all honesty, I have been very intentional about doing the podcast for the last six weeks that I've been back, and you're the one who's not. So. Well, I just haven't been myself lately. I've been like... So did you pay me to now motivate you? Yes, like, basically. Like, maybe you can help me with the topics and like... I Well, I don't know what if we're going to do it, and then I would love to help with the topics, but... All right. What are some of the topics we talked about in this episode? I just feel like sometimes the topics I want to talk about, we're not going to talk about, which is okay because this is your crowd that we're reaching. Let's talk about rest and laziness. I think that's a hard one, but yeah, I think it's a good one. Let's do it, guys. We are going to do it. We are out here doing it, doing the damn thing. Yep. All right. Give us a fi- All right. Give us a five-star review. We'll try to make it more consistent now because this is the most hypocritical thing ever if we don't, honestly. So we have to. Oh, that's actually facts. Yeah. So when is this coming out on Saturday? Or are you doing a weird release I don't know. thing? I don't know. That's, that's though not the momentum. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Maybe. Lord willing. <laughs> Bye.